happens in Vegas? What happens in Vegas? First down, touchdown, Super Bowl. Vegas, he's Sin City Street's red is too cold. Cardinal Waller, it can't be stopped. Jacobs with the rock, O-line hit the blocks. Offense off the chain, defense is ready. Pray the nation, one goal, just win bait. What happens in Vegas? What happens in Vegas? What happens in Vegas? Welcome, welcome, welcome. To the What Happens in Vegas podcast. I am your host, Neil Maligno. I appreciate you for joining me. This is episode number one, the first of many What Happens in Vegas podcasts. I'm happy that we were able to get this off the ground. It was, it was, it was definitely necessary. If you know me from my other podcasts, I am the host of the Clock Dodgers podcast. You may be a listener from that, and you come over here to support and to listen. I appreciate you if so. If you're not familiar with me at all, you just heard I produce and and edit and create and host and do all these other things for podcasts. And Clock Dodgers was the first original one that I did. And I said, you know what? I want to get more Raider focused. I want to do more Raider content. And I didn't want to do it on that platform. So I said, let's create a new podcast. Let's get it off the ground. What happens in Vegas? And it'll be 24-7, 365 everything Raiders, everything Raiders. So, you know, the games, the fantasy aspect of just the Raider players, if you're concerned or, or, you know, if you're interested in that, but even more so the narratives for the Raiders, the pop culture side of the Raiders, the storylines, the headlines, the stuff that, you know, are all over the place. We're going to talk about those. We're going to, we're, we're going to do that on a daily basis. And some episodes will be long. Some episodes will be shorter. Some episodes will be solo. Sometimes they'll be guests. Who knows? You never know what we're going to hit you with, but I'm happy that you're joining me on this journey. I'm super excited about it. Um, and so let's do this. Let's, 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 let's get into it. Obviously the main thing that I want to talk about today, and, and we don't have to get too crazy in depth and we don't have to make it too long. It's preseason and for, the Raiders play their first preseason game. They play the Seahawks. They won round of applause for a, uh, uh, a preseason victory. <laughs> now, I get into these debates. I get into these conversations. I was getting into it on Twitter recently, um, actually during uh, the, the the week, first week of preseason here. And you get these people who say preseason doesn't matter. Uh, it does not have any significance whatsoever. They feel that it's just basically a waste of time. Not a waste of time, but it's like practice. It's like a, you know, it's just like this little scrimmage. It's not, no one's taking it seriously. I disagree. I disagree uh, because the, the the problem is, and the reason why those people come with that opinion and they, and they feel so strongly about it is that on the other side of that, on the flip side of things, there's people who look at preseason and say, it's everything, right? <laughs> like, you know, you've seen Trey Lance throw an 80-yard touchdown. You're like, oh, he's the next great quarterback. Or, you know, your team wins the game or some third running back on the team or fourth string running back on the team you know, scores a touchdown and gets 100 yards. And and all of a sudden you think, you know, these guys are the next great players for sure. Like it's locked in. And that's that's not the case. And so the people who say preseason doesn't matter at all are trying to counter the people who say it matters or who act like it matters a great deal. Uh, I'm not that. I'm in the middle. I think that it's important to see players who you deem 
or that you feel should play well to actually play well. I think that if a player doesn't play well at all and he plays in the preseason, it's not off to a great start. Now, here's the thing. Whether a player plays really well or a player plays really bad, it's not all sunshine or all doom and gloom. Either way, either way, you have to understand that what's happening in the preseason is not going to be a sign of things to come necessarily. That's just not how it works. But it still has its value. The players have been practicing forever against their own teammates. You can't say it's that. You can't say it's just practice because the opportunity to go live against your against an opponent where you can hit and tackle and go hard and not have to worry about hurting your teammates and that kind of stuff, that matters. That matters a great deal. So that's different than just practice because when you're in practice, you're kind of going through it in your head. You're trying to make sure you make the right play, the right adjustment, that you're seeing it correctly, but you're not trying to hurt nobody. You know what I mean? You're not trying to kill your teammate. So it's a little different. It's a little different. Plus, you're gaining experience, right? Some of these guys are the rookies that were drafted. Some are undrafted free agents. Some are guys that are just trying to get acclimated to the game again. The Raiders were playing in front of 50,000 people. <laughs> like, in a brand new stadium for the first time with live fans. Like, that shit matters. That matters. Because they need to feel that energy. I'm big on narratives. I'm big on stories. It mattered. So it was cool to get the win. Obviously, it wouldn't matter at the end of the day. It was cool to see some players, you know, have success. And, and, the, and the thing is, and why people say it doesn't matter, is because some of those players won't even make the team. I mean, let's look at, you know, if you just look at some of the success that the Raiders had, like, okay, any passing success they had was Nate Peterman. He was the only quarterback who played in the game. So we know he's not the, the Raiders quarterback. We know he's not even the backup quarterback. So that kind of stuff is like, all right, well, it doesn't really matter how good he did because he's not the starter. He's not going to be the starter. However, you never know if they're going to need him, right? You never know if something crazy happens. We hope not. But I, I look more to like the running backs, Emmons, Trey. Like these guys had, had, had a lot of success. They ran at a good average. They will score a touchdown. They were, they were doing a little bit of everything. They even um, caught the ball um, a, a couple of times. So, or at least, at least um, Regis did. But the, the point is, like, we know those guys aren't going to play for the Raiders, though. Like, we know it's Josh Jacobs. We know it's Kenyon Drake. Now, will one of those guys get, like, a third running back role if Rashard doesn't come back and stuff like that? Maybe. Maybe it's possible. It's possible that one of those guys are the third, you know, running back on, on, on the chart. And if someone was to get hurt, uh, would they fall into the backup spot? Possibly. So it's good to see those things. That doesn't mean they're going to be successful at the next level, but it does show the team like, hey, the things we're doing, the plays we're calling, the practice that these guys are going through, some of it's adding up. Some of it's working. Now, is it against backups and, you know, guys who may not be on the team next week? Yeah, sure. But we're, we're, it's better to find success than not find anything at all. You want something positive to pull from it, right? Um, and they and everyone had their negatives. It's the first, you know, it's a preseason game. So there's going to be mistakes all over the place um it's also good to see guys like zay jones who i'm so happy for because this dude you can tell just from all the camp reports just from all last season like he's still this guy who just hasn't got to has, he hasn't made it to where he wanted to make it to and where he was built up to be at one point when he was drafted and so he's just this guy that you know has you just want to see him win and if you've seen the press conference from John Gruden, uh, which I'm sure you did. Listen, if you're listening to this podcast, I have to assume that you are a diehard. I have to assume that everything I've watched, listened to, read, that you were, you know, you were there. But if you weren't, 
you know, we sum them up here. So John Gruden, you know, at, at the at the press conference after the game, really, you know, had a lot of nice things to say about Zay Jones. And it was funny because when Zay Jones came up after um, to speak, you know, to to the reporters, he he couldn't believe it when they said, you know, John said he said, he said who said that? Who, who John said that about me, Gruden? Because it wasn't like you know you know how Gruden is like so it it was cool to see that like it kind of it made him it kind of confirmed for him like you belong here you're doing well your impact is felt and then the game he did well you know he was only in there for like the first drive but he made some big catches and that's the kind of stuff we need to see because as we all know as Raider fans we're hoping Rugs and Edwards take it to the next level and they and they you know fulfill the promise that you know they were drafted to do. Then you got guys like John Brown, Zay Jones, and, and, and you know, so you want to see Zay Jones do well and, and fill that spot. Obviously, Renfro's there. He's a different, you know, different different player than Zay. But it's good to see that Zay could hopefully help alleviate some of the, you know, even the Nelson Aguilar, like the fact that you lost him. I know everyone's not a big fan of him, but he did well for the Raiders last year. There's no denying that. So if John Brown and Zay Jones together, you know, can, can chip in and, and kind of fill that, that space a little bit, you know, to have that ability to at least do what he did. I mean, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. The Raiders need all the help they can get in the passing game. And if it, and if it gets better and the rushing game gets better and the O-line does their thing, the Raiders offense should just be, you know, at a high level again this season. But what John Gruden said was when he was asked about Zay Jones, he said, I would say his ceiling is untapped. He's taking advantage of these opportunities he made a couple of great catches, a couple of really good blocks. He's got great energy. This is the thing that, you know, Zay Jones kind of laughed at. He's got great energy. There's something about being around him when you just feel younger. I feel healthier. I feel better about myself. This guy is a hell of a kid, and I'm rooting for him. I'm really happy for him because nobody has worked harder than him. That's some really nice shit to say about somebody. <laughs> so you can understand why Zay Jones would be happy. I would be happy if someone said that about me, too. So, listen, I think there's no doubt Zay Jones makes a team. And it's going to be interesting to see how what wide receivers the Raiders keep because there are some other vets there. And then a bunch of young guys. Doss looked pretty good in the game. Again, I know, I know. It's just preseason. But it's good to even see him, you know, ha- ha- get some opportunities and playing well. The Raiders were all about that this week. It was very obvious, right? Like, they didn't care about playing all their starters. They didn't care about the guys that they know were going to start. Even some of the backups, they weren't even getting to play. It's all about getting these young guys some reps and seeing, you know, who's going to make this cut, who they're going to keep on the practice squad who they're going to keep, you know, a phone call away. And obviously some of these guys are auditioning for other teams at this point, you know, and they know that, right? Like in the back of their head, they want to make the team and they, and they, and they believe they're doing everything they can, but the, you know, somebody has got to get cut, right? And a bunch of guys got to get cut. So this is auditioning for other teams. Hopefully that they get cut by the Raiders, they go into other practice squads and, and so forth. Um, but overall, like, obviously I don't want to dig too much into how the whole game played out. Because again, I don't care about wins and losses in the preseason. I don't want to put too much stock into, you know, some of the things pl- players did, but just overall good game from Nathan, you know, from Peterman. Um, I don't have any, you know, uh, I don't come away with any, de- you know, delusion that this guy is, you know, better than Mariota even. So I don't really care. At the end of the day, I guess, you know, good for John Gruden. He wanted, you know, he he's a big fan. So I guess it's good for him, but um, I liked what the backup running backs did. I liked what some of the wide receivers did. Um, again, Doss, um, Turner made a bunch of catches. It was just some good stuff in there mixed in. And, um, you know, on defense, Nate Hobbs with the sack early looked great. 
Yeah, it looks like he's really going to push for playing time. And we'll talk about all these guys more in depth. But just, you know, just trying to cover some of the stuff in the game. There weren't any interceptions. There's only the Hobbs sack. Um, you know, there was nothing too crazy to come away with. Again, and defense is a more of a, you know, a, a weirder place for preseason and training camp and all that. It's very, you know, very vanilla. Uh, but they did their thing. They came away with, it, away with a W in front of the fans, which was awesome. It was awesome to see that. Um, as a Raider fan, we don't we don't ever shy away from a W. <laughs> preseason or not. We'll take we'll take the W's wherever we can get them. We like them. We like to see it. We don't want to see no L's. We're not proud about L's. It's Raider Nation. We ain't here for that noise. We ain't, we ain't okay with losing no way. Not in preseason, not in the regular season, not anywhere. So um, good for them to come away with the win. Good for everyone, you know, all around. Uh, just just, a, just a really good game for, for you know, what the team was trying to get done. Um, so we'll talk about, you know, next episode. I, I'm going to be dropping episodes at least once a week, but I'm looking to do more than that. So I'm looking to obviously do these you know, recaps for every game. Um, but at, maybe for the preseason, but definitely once we get into the regular season, uh, we'll definitely look at the previews, game previews before the game. So, you know, an episode before the game, episodes after the game, uh, and then something in between, more than likely. Um, listen, I love the Raider Nation like you love the Raider Nation. The fact that you, you know, you went out and you seeked on the podcast apps for Raider content and you found it, you found us here. I'm trying to, we're, we're going to be the one-stop shop. <laughs> But shout out to all the other Raider podcasts and content creators and bloggers. Uh, it's, it's no, it's no competition. You know what I mean? We're not trying to do that here. Uh, we have other storylines to talk about, other things to talk about. But for today's episode, that's it. It's a wrap. Preseason game one in the books. NFL preseason game two, I believe, is the um, the Rams. Yeah, the Rams coming up because the the Raiders are gonna be doing um, Saturday Saturday game against the Rams. So that's the next that's the next preseason game we have. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing how, you know, how, how we measure up against the Rams. I know, I know. It's just preseason. It's just preseason. But they're going to have the joint practice, too. That's always fun. I like seeing uh, the news coming out of those. Because, again, you know, practice reports at a training camp, you know what it is, right? But when it's against another team, things get a little interesting. We'll see if there's any fights. We'll see if there's any, you know, craziness. And we'll report on all of it. We're going to talk about all that. Um, so, you know, I'm definitely going to be checking in again uh, in regards to that game coming up as well. All right, guys, listen, if you found this podcast, thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad that we share the Raider love together. All I ask that you do is if you could hit subscribe, that I'd be so grateful for that. And if you can go ahead and leave a review, I know it's a little early. So maybe you want to get a couple episodes in and leave a review. That's fine, too. That's fine, too. But um, the reviews, you subscribing, sharing it with your fellow Raider Nation fans, um, we got a lot of brethren out there across the whole world. So we should have no shortage of people to share this with. Um, share it on social. If you want to follow us, it's at Clock Dodgers. Like I told you, I host another podcast called the Clock Dodgers Podcast. If you want to subscribe, listen over there too. We do all kinds of stuff over there though. Um, lots of fantasy football content, but also just pop culture, you know, with current events, whatever's happening. Um, we have interviews, all that kind of stuff. So it's a little different speed, but hey, same host, same idea. You get it. Um, but yeah, at Clock Dodgers on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, if you want to email, contact at clockdodgers.com. But at the end of the day, reach out, hit, hit follow, subscribe, whatever you're doing, whatever you want to call it. Tap the button, click the link, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> depending on how you're listening, right? It, it, whatever. But 
your follow, your review, your subscription, and you sharing it mean the world to us. Raider Nation, listen, that's it for today. What happens in Vegas? What happens in Vegas? This is the Clock Dogs Podcast.